0: A roaring fire cackles in the dark of the night. The smell of cooking meat and roasted vegetables floats in the air. Bodies rustle as people settle down in a circle, their bellies warm with food. They glance around at each other, waiting with bated breath for the stories to begin. Nervous smiles and quiet laughter. Children gather close, but the adults are just as anxious. What tales will they hear tonight? A shadowy figure appears before the crackling flames. The shape of an old woman forms, her back bent with age. But as she looks around the circle with a piercing gaze, wisdom fills her eyes. She meets the eyes of those who dare to look at her, as the hushed whispers fade to silence. The elder calls out, Who will come before the fire? What story do you offer? A young man stands and answers it is i the thief you will recognize me by my chaos and wild nature i hide in the shadow dark and unknown i am the truth you hide from yourself what you disown and bury deep inside i follow no rules and when you deny me you grant me power I come in dreams and hallucinations, I betray and reveal, and I show you your deepest fears and strongest desires. I am the split in every man and woman, but if you acknowledge me, you may become whole. Tonight I offer the tale, the man with the fox at his back. The boy fled from the angry men into the forest. As he stumbled over roots and rocks, he saw a flash of red from the corner of his eye. Glancing behind him, listening to the shouts of the men, he veered toward the bright color and nearly ran into a tree. From the branches was hung the pelt of a black-footed fox. Its fur was a deep autumn red, and it was in one whole piece from nose to tail. With the sound of footsteps in his ears, the boy snatched the fox pelt and quickly slipped it on. He never knew what possessed him to wiggle his feet into the rear paws, but he watched as his legs extended and became fox legs. As he ran, the fox head banged along atop his head, flapping from side to side. But the further the boy ran, the less it flopped and seemed to lay flat against his head. The boy felt tendrils of fur creeping down his face, trying to cement the fox head to his own skull. Suddenly, a dark figure leapt from the shadows and snatched the boy in the fox hide. The boy let out a yelp and came face to face with an old woman. She had the look of the forest about her, with her hair tangled in knots and round up with tree twigs. Her eyes were gazed milky white, but she stared at him sure enough. Reaching out a gnarled hand, she yanked back the fox head from the boy's scalp, which had crept down to his eyes. Beware the pelt, boy. There's danger within. The boy struggled to escape the old woman's grasp, but she hung onto the fox fur and its hands pulled free of the hide. Wrestling the fur from the woman and stepping back, the boy turned to go. The head, the head. Don't let it consume you. The boy was frightened of the forest woman, and with rear legs still in the form of the fox, he bolted away. He found he could run just as well on two fox legs as with four. It was slower, but he had outrun the angry man a long time ago. Time passed. The boy grew up and became a man. He was a thief now, and still had the fox pelt. As he had grown, so had the hide. It stretched from the top of his head, down his back, and the black hind feet hung just above his ankles. The thief used the fox pelt for many things, to flee from the scene of his crimes, to escape angry husbands who had caught him with their wives, and to hide in the forest, for men do not follow fox footprints when hunting a man. While the thief did not hesitate to use the fox pelt. He only placed his legs in the rear paws, for he had not forgotten the old woman's warning in the woods so many years ago. Since that day, he had been wary of the head with its long teeth and black-tipped ears. He had even stolen a gold pin to fasten the fur around his neck and to hold the fox head back while he ran in its coat. The red pelt was his best friend and his enemy. During the day, it helped him escape and hid him from those seeking him. It kept him fed and let him steal luxuries from the wealthy citizens. But at night, the pelt haunted him. He had visions of a red beast circling him in his dreams. Swirling clouds of white hid a red shadow as it wound its way around him. When the beast was right in front of his face, the clouds would part to show glowing eyes and flashing teeth. The thief would wake in a cold sweat and find the fox head staring straight at him. The eyes were no longer there, just empty fur holes, but still the thief could feel them boring into him. Too afraid to approach the pelt to cover it, the thief would turn on his side, put his back to the pelt, and try to sleep. One day, while stealing some silver candlesticks, the thief was caught in the act by a nosy neighbor. Sprinting over the back stone wall, the thief ran for the woods. Once inside the cover of the trees, the man slipped his legs into the pelt, and they grew into the hind legs of the fox. The thief tossed his satchel over his shoulder and began to run. But the candlesticks had knocked into his golden pin, and one side of the head plunged over the man's face. His covered eye took on the keen sight of the fox, and his nose inhaled deeply, scenting a critter beneath the leaves. The thief veered off his path to freedom to investigate the animal scurrying under the forest floor. As he shuffled beneath the autumn leaves, shouts rang out from behind the thief. Turning, he saw the neighbor with his strong sons running toward him. Startled out of his hunting state, the thief used his hand to slap the fox head from his face. His vision returned to normal, and his nose no longer scented the small forest creature, but the neighbor's sons were fast and reached the thief too soon. One grabbed him and the other attacked him with a silver blade. The sharp edge slid across the thief's arm, opening a gash. The thief knew if they captured him, he would hang in the village square. The thief swung his sack full of heavy candlesticks at the sun and sent them sprawling on the ground. Holding his wounded arm and clutching the gold pin in place, he ran home. Terrified by the experience of the fox head slipping over his face and causing him to nearly be caught and hung. The thief decided he was done with the fox pelt. It was too dangerous. He trekked into the forest near the mountains and buried the red pelt. He returned home, satisfied that the fox pelt would trouble him no longer, neither in life nor in dreams. But when he woke the next morning, the fox pelt hung from the hook on the back of his door, staring at him. The thief had no idea how the pelt had returned, but he swore off using it. For three days, he did not use the pelt, and tried to continue life on his own. Unable to steal, he found work at a smithy, but the work was hard and exhausting. Tired of sweating to feed himself, the thief slipped the fox hide back on, for life was easier with it. He reassured himself that he would just be more careful, and never let the fox head fall over his eyes. The thief's dreams were once more filled with white clouds and red shadows. And during the day, the thief could not forget how perfect his sight had been when he looked through the fox's eyes. But he shuddered at the idea of what would happen if he wore the pelt from foot to head. The thief then came up with an idea. He would simply wear only one part at a time. If he wished to see and smell as a fox, he would wear the head. If he wished to run far and fast as a fox, he would wear the legs. This way, the fox would never have a complete hold on him. While the thief was sure of his solution, he was very afraid of the headpiece, for when he wore it, it filled his head with strange thoughts and echoes. Sometimes, he found it hard to remember what he was looking for once he placed it over his head. Other times, his concentration was so intense and foreign that when he removed the hide from himself, he felt lost and he couldn't help but hear the faint whisper of the old woman who had warned him in the forest so many years ago. Then came the day when the thief was fleeing a farmer whom he had stolen a gold dagger from. He slipped his feet into all four of the fox's paws to escape, but as he ran, the golden pin that held the fox's head back ripped free. Instantly, the fox's sharp teeth wrestled down onto the man's neck. The thief panicked, trying to wrench the teeth away, blood streaming down his face. But the fox legs would not stop running, and the jaws would not let go. The thief zigzagged in a crazy pattern through the woods as the teeth attacked him and he fought to keep the fox head at bay. Pulling and straining with wet, red hands at the fox's jaws, the thief finally got the teeth to let go of his neck, but they released his neck only to fall completely onto his head. Now, the thief's body was entirely encased in the fox's red hide. He tried to claw at his face with his paws, tried to scratch away the fur from his body, but his body was no longer his to control. The fox had taken over the thief's body, with the thief's soul trapped within. He was at the mercy of the fox who had waited so many years to consume him. The black-footed fox turned its body to the woods and padded deep inside. Now the village was warned of a fox with a gold pin at his throat.